You're listening to Force Friends Rewatch, a Star Wars TV show podcast. From Rebels to Resistance and The Mandalorian to Ewoks, we've got you covered. Here's your warning, there will be spoilers. And there will be swearing, because our host just gets so gonk darn excited to talk about these good, good shows. Welcome to Force Friends Rewatch. I'm your host, Andy. And I'm Ryan. Force Friends Rewatch is a Star Wars television podcast where we discuss, I don't know, I guess Star Wars TV. That probably makes sense. Yeah, uh, we that, are curr- that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. We're currently covering every episode from Rebels and Clone Wars about Mandalorians on our way up to covering the live action Mandalorian TV show. Today we are covering uh, season three, episode six or seven, six or seven. Six is in there, yeah. Of Star Wars Rebels Imperial Super Commandos, and we're joined by a special guest. Yes. Oh, is that me? (laughs) Yeah, that's you. Our special special guest is a streamer and a uh, LARPer and a role player. Uh, His name is Dustin. You can find him on uh, Boomfist on Twitch. Yeah, so so it's it's just it's, just, uh, it's switch.tv Musushi Boomfist, and I also go Musushi Boomfist on Instagram. And oh, yeah. also, also, if you look at Boomfist on Facebook, I use that to like advertise and stuff. So by all means, please, hello, thank you so much for having me, you guys. Awesome, of course, Justin. We are so thrilled you're here. <laughs> uh, you're you're my guest. All of our guests so far have been Ryan's guests. Oh which, my god, don't put this pressure on me. So no. I, I'm, I'm stoked that you're. I think you're my first guest, right? Oh, well, fuck yeah, dude. No, that then I am honored. Thank you so much. Uh, so. You and I met at met at uh, met at a LARP. Um, yes, and and I know that you uh, have 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 LARPed as a Mandalorian. I know you love Mandalorians. <laughs> nice. We play we've yes, played a yes. ton of X Wing miniatures. Yes, Dustin did, is yeah. always flying Mandalorian themed lists. Oh my god, that slave one is nice. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, that backwards facing arc is <laughs> very handy. Hell yeah, agreed. So what is it about Mandalorians? And I, I mean, I guess servers in general. How did you get into this shit? Oh, so I guess is it is, is it cool? I can just blurb stories. Is that is that fine with y'all? Yes. Oh please. my god. Oh, so oh, I had to, I had to have been like I don't know maybe like four or five, and so like we had uh, so my parents have some friends of ours. They they all uh, they all grew up together, and you know when you when you're friends, you have kids, and you're like okay, we have kids. Let's have our kids bond somehow, whenever and stuff, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, and so, so I remember the son. He was extremely nerdy, like super duper nerdy. Like his his room was like full of like you know like pewter models and stuff like that. I don't know. It could have been like Warhammer or D anD D something. But he had like he had the big vinyls. He had the big vinyls of the Star Wars of like the original trilogy. Cool. And he was like he was he was like oh man he's he's like and so I'm like four years old. He had to be like maybe like I don't know maybe like eighteen or twenty. And he's like all right. He's like all right, Dustin. I got you. And it puts the Star Wars on, and like the entire time, I'm just like, oh my god, this is really boring. Oh <laughs> like, no! Seeing all like the wavy swords, I'm like, ah, okay, it's cool, this looks okay, I guess. But like the split second you you see Boba Fett fly in the air and like you know get cut by Luke's, like, and I'm just like, oh man, okay, that that guy's the cool guy. That's the cool guy. <laughs> 
that is the cool guy, and you know what? It, it, it's I like so his character. F- <laughs> it's so funny the like weird background, like minor characters that we latch onto as kids with Star Wars, because like Boba Fett was like nobody. He, he doesn't do much in the original Correct. movies. Absolutely, like he just... he, he's he's B less. Like he's got a name and he's got some dialogue, but he doesn't do much. He doesn't really do kid, anything. You just latch on to that background character, yes. right? <laughs> and so I was like, "What is this? Like, who is this guy?" And then I remember, like, growing up, everyone was like, you know, like, "Oh yeah, like I like Luke Skywalker and like you know Anakin." And I was like, "I like Boba Fett." And everyone's like, "Who's <laughs> Boba Fett?" And I'm like, uh, "You know, this, this one guy in this one scene, you know this." <laughs> So I was like, oh, well, now is man. your moment. Oh, I, exactly. I'm like living in it. I'm like, oh, Mandalorian this, Mandalorian that. I'm like, I'm like, yes, please. I love, yeah. I love Mandalorian content. That, that, is, yes. that is what drew me to Star Wars, and I love it so much. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Go back in time and tell yourself, tell yourself that the book of Boba Fett is going to be a Star Wars TV show. Like, what? Oh my. Oh, dude, like, oh, just dude, like, oh, uh, so like, I did. So I felt like, oh, I, I'm blown away by that, by the way. But I like, uh, but like, I guess further, like my, my love for Mandalorians came from, from Knights of the Old Republic when you play like yes. those games. Oh my God. Oh, hell like, yeah. Like all that. But that, that's all I consider like legend content now, isn't it? I guess. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. But a good story is a good story. It, right. And then, and then like Filoni gave us that throwback with the, with the crate Dragonstone. And I was like, fuck yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> well, that's, the, that's the thing with the story group. And and specifically with these TV shows is they're constantly taking the best stuff from Legends mm-hmm. and and like repackaging it. Like yes, absolutely. Oh. So much <laughs> of uh, Django Fett open seasons has been yeah. sprinkled into Ooh. Rebels and Clone Wars and Ooh. Mandalorian, and I mean that was just repackaging. Fucking uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters and Tales from Java's Palace. I was about, to say, I was about content, to say yes, so. yes. I was about to say like yeah, that, that yeah, that exactly. It's like oh, so it's it's and it's been good and it's 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 out there. It's like it's live action. It's it's there. It's like canon. Favreau yeah. and Filoni are doing God's work, you know. Yeah. So with with the streaming you've been doing, I've been able to tune in once oh, or twice so while you were doing. Um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Have you been doing any other Star Wars games? Uh, so, so like uh, I, I remember what I guess what sparked it was uh, when when me and my partner we had I, I made her I sat I finally sat down and watched like you know we powered through the first Mandalorian and she was like yes and I was like I was like yes welcome welcome back to being a renewed Star Wars fan you know like, this is great stuff and then and then we binge watched Clone Wars and Rebels and we loved it oh my gosh. And so I guess so. That's so. I, no, I only really just done Fallen Order, and then I played. I played through the campaign for for Battlefront Two, and then I did Squadrons, and that dropped. Oh hell yeah! Nice. Yeah, I I have been playing a ton of Squadrons. Uh, you, you must be happy that B Wing is out. You know what? I've been struggling with the B Wing. My friend Evan, who I play with, has been tearing it up in it, and I'm just like, "Damn, I'll I'll stick to my A Wing for right now, I guess, and my Y Wing." I'm an X Wing Jackie. Figure it out, though. It's a tough ship. Yeah, also, it is. I'm also, it, it's it's because it I, I haven't tried it. I haven't played recently, but like, I'm also with you. I, I'm a, I'm a big X Wing. I'm a I'm a big X Wing fanboy too. So I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm digging that. But I guess the B-Wing, I mean, it kind of fits in thematically with, I just rewatched that Rebels episode the other night after oh, I yes. failed to fly it. And it made me feel better that you need someone like Harrison Dula to fly that ship. Yes. 
what's her name from Alphabet Squadron? Who's like always blasting the fucking heavy metal music when she's yes! flying? Chestnut Chaddick. It was a ch- uh, wow. <laughs> I still haven't read the third, the second one, but I have it. I just gotta, I gotta. Oh, I love that book. All right, well oh, let's man. let's talk about this episode. The reason hey. why we're here. I uh, actually have, have a bit today. Oh yeah, the the bit. Ryan, do you have a bit? Yeah, oh. I do. Um, so, What's the bit? Uh, Dustin, are you a beer? Are you a beer guy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay, I'm, I popped up. I'm drinking a beer right now. <laughs> uh, great. Oh, that's right. You said that. Well, I have great news. Uh, we're all going to brew a beer based on a Star Wars Rebels character. What character do you pick, and what kind of beer is it, and why? Oh God. Uh, oh yeah. Rebels? You said Rebels? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll stick to Rebels. It has to be Zeb. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, good pick. <laughs> has to be Zeb. It's like, right. it's like it's like you got the big guy, and you know you got Steve Blum voice acting him, and like every other character in Rebels, you know. And oh, I guess for a beer. Yeah. What kind of beer that? is Zeb? Oh crap! What's what species is Zeb again? Oh my gosh! A Lassat, He's a Lassat. Right? He's a Lassat. Yeah. So I guess a big guy like like a Lassat, you know? I think I go for like a stout, like a nice hearty dark oh, drink. Yeah. Kick back oh, with my stout. That. Yeah. Right on. What about you, Andy? So, I'm going to pick my favorite Rebels character, who is uh, Captain Callus. <laughs> and, Hell yeah! And I'm gonna drew. I'm gonna drew. I'm gonna do a very dry, uh, hoppy IPA for, for Captain Callus. All right. He hops to the the correct side. Spoilers. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's actually kind of clever. I dig it. What about you, Ryan? I'm going to go with AP5. And the AP5 beer is like a really intense, really expensive barley wine that actually tastes terrible. But AP5 (laughs) is so much better than you that he's never going to admit it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are our Rebels beers. I love it. This was a good one, Ryan. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, fuck. What happened in this episode? Okay, so it yeah. opens with <laughs> Sabine playing some sort of bullshit space uh, mm-hmm. game with Fenrau, and she's like, you should, like, come all in with the Alliance. Like, you're kind of flirting with us. Like, you're kind of a prisoner. You're kind of not. But you should come all in. And he's like, hey, I'm going to kind of mentor you a little bit and gaslight you a little bit, and, like, you should let me go, and we should just, like, be Mandalorian badasses to get, like, come be a protector. Come on. And uh, before she really gets to respond, Zeb shows up and interrupts and is like, Hera, who's in charge now? Like, who's in charge? We're in the Rebel Alliance now. We're season three. Like, they're all in. Uh, You guys got to come to the 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 fucking boardroom for a meeting. <laughs> so they go and Hera is like, we've lost touch with the protectors. This could be a trap. Fenerale is like, I think they're in trouble. Hera is like, all right, you and Ezra and Sabine go investigate. <laughs> Ezra says, I don't understand you Mandalorians and gets knocked out by Fenerale and Fenerale knocks out Sabine. And uh, it turns out all the protectors are fucking dead and he's like, other Mandalorians did this. And we learn more about the protectors in that they take the best pilots from every clan. So they're not their own, like, distinct clan. They're made up of other clans. 
And Sabina is like, it doesn't make sense for a clan to to wipe out the protectors because like some of their own people are are going to be in it. And uh, then it's revealed that the Imperials have a fucking Mandalorian unit called the Imperial Super Commandos. Yes. And they're mm-hmm. in all-white Imperial Mando Beskar armor. And their leader has this dope-ass red armor. Traitors. And <laughs> because we have... We're watching these in order. We know from the Siege of Mandalore, we've seen this character before. It's... Gar Saxon. Ha ha! <laughs> and I did it. Uh, some shenanigans ensue. Fenral ditches Sabine and Ezra. We find out more about Sabine's parents. Uh, Fenral comes back and saves the day. Sabine gets this dope boss fight with Gar Saxon. And oh, it kind of yeah. ends with neither of them winning. And it's like, man, I can't wait for Showdown number two to happen and uh fen Rao is now all in with the alliance the end let's talk about this episode that's the recap <laughs> recap over it's pretty good dustin what worked for you with this episode what like oh, what are your what are some highlight gosh. standout moments for you oh definitely like just uh the fist fight brawl with with sabine and gar saxon i was like fuck yeah it's yeah. a good fight I was like, please give me more badass Mandalorian chicks, and please let them keep throwing hands. Please. Please and <laughs> you know thank what, you. You know what really like, fucking stands out about that fight? Is that so often in media, you know, a girl protagonist gets a girl fight. She gets a mm-hmm. boss girl fight. She doesn't get to fight a dude. If she does get to fight a dude, they typically have, like, you know, s- some sort of weapon. But this was just, like, a fucking... This- Fist, fistic cuffs, like Rocky Balboa, like in the ring. <laughs> this bar brawl, go <laughs> with Sabine yeah. and this this guy, and it's 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 fucking awesome. Oh, absolutely! I love how yeah. she disables his jetpack, and then oh, yeah, and then he shoots her jetpack, which just feels like fucking callbacks to Boba Fett getting taken out by his jetpack <laughs> being attacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a little, little, little hand out there. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, like it, it also just, it also just emphasizes and shows off like Sabine's, like you know, her, her techie side. She's like, oh, that's your jetpack. Oh, that's disabled. Like, like it was, it was just like like that. Like it happened like so quick, you know. Yeah, yeah she, she she thought smart. about every move. She's like whoop, and I was like, damn. I'm like Sabine, fucking go, slay, keep going, don't <laughs> stop, just go. What oh, about man. you, Ryan? You got any standout moments? Um, just the whole introduction of the idea of the Imperial Super Commando, because that's, I mean, that's the genesis of the Boba Fett character, that he was this, like, super soldier, and Rebels, as we've said a million times, Rebels takes the best ideas that didn't make it into the movies and repackages them, and they even kind of look like a lot of the Boba Fett concepts. They were I was just, gonna they say, cool. wasn't, wasn't his original concept art all white? The armor? Yep. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think for me, standout moment is the the ship ride over and then the ship ride back. Where on the mm. ship ride over, Ezra, uh, they're they're talking about Concord Dawn and why it's all fucked up, <laughs> and 
And Rao is like, well, yeah, Mandalorians, we're always fighting each other. And Ezra is like, I don't understand you, Mandalorians, and then gets knocked out. And then as they're, as they're flying back, Ezra is still like, yeah, I don't get you guys. Like, y'all are always fighting. And and Ezra, or Sabine and Fenrell are like, yeah, we are. Uh, yeah. But, like, Sabine has now earned Fenrell's respect with that with how she like went toe to toe against these other Mandos. And I don't think he would have come to respect her as much if he hadn't seen her fight tooth and nail against other Mandos in mm-hmm. that way. Oh, absolutely. But oh yeah. I love how these rebels episodes are just dropping so much lore about Mandalorians that we, we didn't quite get from Clone Wars. Yeah. It expanded the whole Mandalore sector world a lot. Mm-hmm. I could hard agree with that, yeah. I guess this is what I just really loved from, like, that's what I guess, I will admit that that's what I really keyed on, like, all that Mandalore content we got from Clone Wars, and then even further on with the Mandalore content and, like, Mandalorian content in, uh, in Rebels, just, oh, just this tasty stuff, which when you keep eating it all up, man. <laughs> it's so good. There's, Absolutely. I saw a meme, and I think it's a, a Simpsons meme, and it's <laughs> like, Mandalorians are... Natural born enemies with other Mandalorians, yes. or or natural born enemy of Jedi and Sith, and and you know who's the worst of all? Other Mandalorians. They ruined Mandalore, uh, and like that's that's definitely the case we we're seeing now. Like as we've come to understand from Rebels, like Mandalorians have these different clans and families, and there's a ton of infighting to the point where they're like destroying their own planets in their system. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gar Saxon stands out because he's, you know, gone all in with the Empire and he's kind of got to like make Mandalore great again line. Whoa. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Which puts a whole new taste in your mouth uh, in, in the year of our Lord 2020. It's just what makes it more punchable, I guess, you know? So, yeah. 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 He's a real bastard. <laughs> this was a good, because I forgot, because Gar Saxon, he first showed up in that Son of Dathomir comic and then appeared here. I forgot about him. And then when this episode aired, it, it was a really good introduction of an interesting new villain, I thought. If it's yeah. your introduction. And then he's in the siege yeah. uh, for yes. the end of Clone Wars, which is cool. And he continues yeah, the, uh, I don't know if y'all know about the, the weird Dave Filoni tradition with the TV show Rome. But no, I'm, I'm familiar. Nope. He, yeah, he kept using actors from the show Rome to play Mandalorians. Like, as a rule, if you played a Mandalorian in Rebels, you were on Rome. Because <laughs> uh, it oh. started with uh, Fen Rao. Uh, I swear I'm not looking these up. Uh, Kevin McKidd. And then Ray Stevenson, who's Gar Saxon, was also on Rome. And I think later in the episodes where they retake Mandalore, they also cast a bunch of Rome actors. Huh. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. Which it works. I mean, Mandalorians are... With the, with the Roman visor and everything, yeah. Yeah. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, that T visor is very distinct. Yep. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, it is. There's like a stately centurion presence about all these old guard mandos. I feel like aside from the one sniper in 
Clone Wars, we really haven't seen Mandalorians use rifles in the cartoons. They carry say, them in Clone Wars, but we don't see them used like this. I want to say, yeah. isn't like isn't like Boba's weapon like a rifle? But he kind of like he kind of like sawed off the the barrel. I want to say that one. It's like he's got like a heavy blaster, but he uses it as a blaster. I want to say. Yeah, he, he's he's got uh he's got a pistol, and then he's got the the very distinct uh I want to say Wester, but that's Django's pistol. Yeah, it's Django's three. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a that's a thick boy in the E3. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I feel like he, we see him wield it one and two-handed. Uh, yep. but the, these guys have like full assault blasters. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is Yeah, they've got the big bump stocks and stuff. And, and the the scopes and whatnot. And it, it it's mm-hmm. just neat seeing, you know, different styles of Mandalorians fighting in different ways with different weapons. Mm-hmm. Just For sure, fun. Uh, <laughs> we get a, a jetpack chase, which is uh, a root and hoot and good time. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing I remembered about this episode before we rewatched it was that really fucking fun jetpack chase. I love that Chopper says that he saved Ezra by accident. <laughs> and Ezra's like, I know oh. it was an accident. You're a dick. Chopper uh, is just a chaotic baby. Oh my gosh, I love him. I do the, enjoy Chopper. The, the frequency trick was was neat that Sabine does. Yeah, you know, like, I remember. I, I was like, I was, I was, I was, I was uh, that was my second. My second choice was the the frequency trick. I thought that was really clever and awesome too. Like it's it's like how you can get out of a situation. She's like, oh, she's like, whatever. Right, chopper on my mark, and then they just, then their ears wrong. I'm like, that's that's ingenious. Holy crap! <laughs> that was. Yeah, it's. It's kind of a dark foreshadowing because we learned from Sabine later that oh my uh, her, God. her big thing was Ooh. helping the Empire use Mandalorian armor against Mandalorians. And, and this was, you know, kind of a dirty trick that she did where, you know, the, the armor itself was the weapon. Oh, my God. I didn't add that up. Huh. Well, shoot. Yes. That has to be intentional. Sabine's kind of uh, a very complicated character because I feel like most Mandalorians wouldn't think to do something like that. They would maybe consider it across a line or like disrespectful. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's fair game for Sabine. Yeah, but then I also feel like that's kind of just her character. She just does a lot of like not like a her style is very like like I guess I don't know what's the word like non conventional means of just like you know combat. That's she just, is that's just, yeah. She's like very she she's is. very witty. She's very witty. Oh, I, I absolutely adore her for it because yeah. she oh, like yeah. you're saying is that like she's looking for angles that other people maybe aren't exploiting. And uh, she'll she'll ask why, like she's constantly questioning Hera in the earlier seasons about like, well, why are we doing this? Why aren't you telling me the answers? Like, why can't I know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Sabine. I, I loved her more <laughs> after we found the gray areas. I don't ship Sabine and Ezra, but I feel oh, like no. this episode is uh, it was, it was heavily is, is like, great like, for the like, shippers. I was like, can we, not? <laughs> can we can we get away from that? That'd be great. <laughs> it's like Sabine's a badass, and Ezra is just an airbrand Jedi kid. 
Come on. He is. <laughs> I like that over the course of the show, I like that, like, he's into her very clearly. Oh she rejects him. And then that's it. He moves on. And yep. they become friends. And I think that was important to show kids. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but shippers, shippers are going to ship. And, oh, yeah. I don't shame anyone for that. Ship away. This is no, a fun there, there, there are worse ships to ship. There's so many ships out there. By all means, sail them. Hey, if that's your fancy, you sail them. I ship the ghost and the phantom. Uh, <laughs> I I will say that I never would have expected to see, you, you know, like seriously see Sabine and Ezra in live action. But now that we are done the oh, Mandalorian, no. I think yeah. it is highly likely. It is highly, highly likely, likely that we will be seeing episode. We will be seeing these characters come uh, sooner rather than later in oh, one of please. the new properties. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, our little Mandalorian rewatch, I feel like, is even more important now. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Anything that didn't work in this episode for y'all? I mean, besides not wanting Sabine and Ezra as a ship, honestly, no. Like, it serves its purpose and tells a concise story while being one of those episodes that's clearly setting up future developments but not feeling too heavy handed about it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I didn't really need that. Uh, that little, like little tidbit, like Ezra, like Sabine, like, you know, she, yeah, like that, the ship. Yeah. But it, all, all like it, it, then, it, then it wraps up to be like, you know, like a nice whimsical, like, like kid show to go. Like, oh, yeah. By the way. All right. Rebels. And let's go. Oh, yeah, that's cute. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> I, I have a couple of things that are like really nitpicky, so I'm not going to mention them because I feel like I'll sound like an ass. But <laughs> Just goes fire I, away. Will, I will say that I wish Gar Saxon had maybe had a more distinct upper hand in the fight against Sabine. So that way, when she like train, like she's going to go and train, and then they're going to fight again. But I feel like it would have been a little more climactic if he had had a more distinct lead in the fight. Because it's they, they 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 clash and it is a like no holds bar brawl and it really feels like a tie at the end. Like none of them were the clear victor. And I do feel like narratively it would have been maybe a little more satisfying for their rematch if, you know, I mentioned Rocky earlier. You know, Rocky loses that first fight against Apollo. Spoilers mm-hmm. for Rocky <laughs> one and two from 1976. Um, but in Rocky two, he fights Apollo again and he wins that time. And it's like, oh, God, that's so satisfying. It's such a close fight. Anywho, I, I, I think it would have been maybe a little stronger if Sabina had lost. Um, but that's it. It's a fucking great episode and it's a great fight. And, you know, that's a tiny thing I would change. Hmm. I the more I think about that, the more I like it, and it would add more weight later. And like Gar Gar Saxon is, you know, a veteran of how many wars at this point? You oh, know, like handful, right? Yeah. And he's yeah, who knows? He's fought. Yeah. He's fought Jedi. He's fought Arc Troopers. He's fought fucking Sith. Like the 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 dude has as has seen it all and done it all, and you know. Maybe at this point he he's not quite in his prime anymore, but uh, it 
I, I think it could have been really cool uh, to have introduced him as a really scary and formidable foe if he had come out uh, a little more ahead this episode. Because mm. it's a cool villain introduction, for, for sure. sure. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's a great villain introduction. Mm-hmm. But he's he's maybe not quite as scary, where if he had won, like, the Grand Inquisitor wins every single fight against Kanan and Ezra until the mm-hmm. one where he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly just, like, running from him. Mm-hmm. If it really had felt like Ezra, Sabine, and Fenral had to run from this guy, that would have yeah. been, I think, a bit of a more memorable be more just antagonizing, yeah. Like, all right, all right. I, and, I can see where you're getting that. And, like, Mandalorian villains should feel that way. Mandalorian villains <laughs> shouldn't feel like... It's just like a throwaway. Like, 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 oh, well, we, we tied them and we, we left. <laughs> like, you know, if you're going to have Mando villains, they should... They should feel like the goddamn Terminator. Yeah, most definitely. I agree with that. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else to say about this episode or Mandalorians in general? They're cool. I fucking love Mandalorians. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes. I fucking love Mandalorians. Oh my gosh. Dustin, tell us about your. You played a Mando character on a LARP, right? Tell us about. Oh my. Tell oh, us so about this. So I guess it was it was like a Swotor based LARP, right? So so I I very much I did my research and I tried making my armor because I, I don't want to go with like the iconic like you know like the Boba Fett kind of style of armor because that, that that wasn't really at the time period. I was very like very I was very I was very uh what's the oh my gosh I was very very anal about that I guess I was like I was like no 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 I wanna I wanna be able to have like you know like the armor look like oh, I was at that time period for you know like the, the old Republic and stuff so mm-hmm. so I went with like a solid breastplate did some armor pads and stuff. It was cool, so I very much played this angry, this angry dude. So just very angry Mandalorian guy, very much warrior and stuff. And then like I had my, I had my brains blown out because I, because he was very much like, it's like, oh no, it's like, no, I'm a proud warrior, like you know, like it's, it's, it's like, it's like you Did know, you it's, die? It's like, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I think, I think actually, I think my, I think my character is dead now though. Actually, yes, oh, I, I, haven't, I, haven't re- I haven't returned to LARP. Yeah, but I mean, that's it was like it was like he was very much proud. He was like, yeah, he he was like, oh, oh, you stupid space wizards. Uh, he was like, oh, it's like, oh, I was like, it's. It, he was very much like, I hate the Sith, but if I have if I have, if I have a choice, I'd rather work with the Jedi than the Sith. That's just me, you know. And so, yeah, so. I uh, I only went once, and it was mm-hmm. it was a good time, but you know, yeah. things, things got away from us, and we weren't able to make it back. But exactly uh, that same. Yeah. I, I played a Jedi and uh, my fiance Evan played a uh, a Chiss hacker, and oh, yeah. uh, it was nice. it was a ton of fun. Uh, I think he was a Chiss hacker. That's cool. Evan I remember you doing this? Very sexy blue. And I, was, uh, I remember the pictures. Had, I'm like, I'm like, dude, dope. Looks he's to see selling the Chiss look. Hell yeah. He had these like really distinct looking uh, like spacey techie like glasses so that he wouldn't have to do the contacts which was very mm-hmm. clever on his part Genius. Um, but yeah we we had a we had a damn good time <laughs> fuck yeah there's yeah, I, there's a ton of cool star wars rpg and larp stuff out there uh dear listeners um, if you if you look around your area uh you know post covid times i'm sure you can you can find that sort of shit to get hooked up with ham it up Ham it up, my friends. Ham, just live, live your best Star Wars dreams. Like, just, just go. That's what just it's about. Go. And if there isn't stuff nearby you, 
play Knights of the Old Republic again. Like, just play yeah. it again. Just start over. <laughs> just do that right now. <laughs> All right, here I go. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Right. So, so I think that's gonna do it for us, uh, Dustin. Yo, what up? Plug, plug your Twitch again for us. Plug all oh your hands. Oh, jeez. So I guess all right. So I am Musushi Boomfist. So it's like, so it's Twitch.tv Musushi Boomfist and Musushi Boomfist also on on uh, Instagram and if you look up Boomfist on Facebook, also there too. So that's usually where I post like my streaming schedule. Yeah. And I want to say that. Dustin, you are one of the most positive, like, role models out there. In, <laughs> Stop. In, no, no, no. G- genuinely, I'm just going to compliment you for, like, a minute. Uh, whether it be LARPing or tabletop games or RPGs in general. And with your streaming, like, you are a beacon of positivity. You have no problem calling out bullshit when you see it, which is appreciated and needed. But, like, you're also there with a solution. You're not just going to bitch to bitch. Uh, mm. I'm going <laughs> to... Ronnie, cut that. You're not just going to complain to complain. You're you're going to, you know, point out a flaw and point out a, a an equitable solution to it. And you're just a fucking bright light, man. And I, I love watching you stream, and I love playing games with you, because you bring a ton of energy and a ton of positivity. And that's not always found in certain circles. And I think that's really fucking cool. So people watch his streams. If you ever get a chance, go to a goddamn LARP with this guy or play play <laughs> tabletop with him because he's a blast. Being so fucking nice, Andy. I guess cut that's that. That's what Andy fuck. does. Ah. <laughs> no, it's and honestly. So like, yeah, I guess the background. That's how me and Andy met. We met at LARP, and it's it, it, we just kind of hit off. Nice. You know, it, was, it was like you like Star Wars. Oh, I like Star Wars. Oh, hey, what you like about Star Wars? And we just kind of like you know. <laughs> that's that's I love that. Andy has that energy as well, and I can tell you do. Like, ah, uh. Andy is just a magnet. I will I will say that yes. Andy is a fucking magnet. He I just think the last knows, time we saw each other because twenty twenty has been a shit show. Was Katsukan? Oh, well, Katsukan was, was Katsukan. fucking amazing. Oh uh, getting. <laughs> You know, <laughs> drunk as hell in the Gaylord uh, Hotel lobby in costume, uh, oh, just hanging cool. out, having a great time. So I need time I, to go to Katsukan. By all means, please. I mean, like, I feel like I feel like uh, the next thing I want to do is I, I do want to do a big like I want to bring my like my brand new new like Mandalorian OC concept into my cosplay. That's what I want to do. Yes, yeah. I'm uh, I'm 3D printing mine right now. I just looked oh, over and I've got yeah, half of dude. my second knee. Going. My so, girlfriend's really into Mando cosplay too, so oh, she's she's yeah. dragging me in. So, because I think I think I'll be end up making uh, like a, I think so like so so my partner she's like she's super hard and like I'm I'm super hard at the Mandalorians and so it, it kind of just washes off on her like you know brushes off on her <laughs> and stuff and so she's she 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 basically like a couple like months ago she's like oh oh and I was like what well, I'm like what is that and it's I'm like I'm like it's a Bo-Katan wig and I'm like oh nice. and I'm like so, so then I'm like you want me to make armor for you huh. <laughs> So, like, nice. so that's, that's that's how we bounce off each other. Like she she does all like the sewing and stuff, and I'm all like the props and armor work and stuff. So like we make it. I love team. it. It's nice. I love, love it. that. That's so, rad. And and so we're, that's, that's, yes, for real. Love that about like the Mando costume group is that it is. Oh, they're so so they're creative so, with like yes, you do yes. your OC and hang out yes. with a bunch of other Mandos. Exactly, and so that's 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 all I really want to do. So I'm like, here's my here's my sweet, dope, cool Mando OC. Here's my armor. I'm, I'm rocking it. I love the colors. Let's fucking go. Like, I'm, what I'm, colors, I'm what colors do you have? 
I think I'm going for like, ah, oh, what's the color? It's like, uh, I guess if you see me in my photos, it's, uh, I wear like an iconic beanie, especially when I'm streaming. That's going to be like the main color, that, that, that like, the deep, like red, that wine red and like that. And I have like a little accents of like orange and green. Oh, I love so, it. You know, I love yeah, it. So check it out. I've got like a, like a, not quite a brick red. It's, it's definitely orange, but it's, it's like a Dude, red, subdued orange. Red does me solid. Yeah. <laughs> and then my girlfriend guess, has, she based hers on the old school Clone Wars cartoon Snow Padme. So it's all like snow and ice colors with a fur trim cape. It is amazing. With oh, like tons yeah. of like Naboo details in it too, which is yeah, just so rad. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> that's the next thing like, I'm making her is uh, I designed a set of gauntlets that are like half Captain Panaka and half uh, season Captain two Death Panaka. Watch. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Naboo Mandalorian because yeah. her thing is that she was like a girl from Naboo who really idolized Padme and when Padme died she went through some shit and became a foundling with the Mandalorians. She's got oh. the whole, like Andy said, like, I love that OCs are so celebrated. Give me that, give me that OC shit. I love it. Yes. <laughs> give me it. <laughs> you, if, if that's how you love Star Wars, give me it. I want to fucking yes. hear it. Let me Make hear Star it. Star Wars your own. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. It's oh all goodness. a great big sandbox, and we're yes. all dumping out our favorite action figures into it to play, and it's, <laughs> it's yes. a good time. Correct. The only difference between absolutely. us and John Favreau is that he has a bigger toy box. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm jealous. But yeah, yes. thank you, Filoni. Thank you for John Favreau. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Follow oh us on goodness. Twitter at Force Friends Pod. Give us money at Kofi slash Force Friends Rewatch. Shoot us an email at forcefriendsrewatch at gmail.com. And we want to give a huge thank you to Bristol Podworks for that intro and for being our producer. Go reach out to them to make your podcast dreams come true. And lastly, we will be teaming up with some other Bristol Podworks shows to form a Patreon. Keep an eye here and on our Twitter for more details. Uh, by other Bristol Podworks shows, I mean ending pending. Uh, we're going to be forming a joint Patreon with them so uh it's gonna be cool as fuck so keep an eye out for that and give us money for more content heck yeah fuck yeah dude toss a, yeah. Toss a coin to your mando